That's going to be a great cold open. I can't wait to it's use gonna that. It's going to be, I hope you use all of that <laughs> as the cold open. Because <laughs> I got the last bit there on my on my end. Yes. So. Oh, listen, we're never going to be able to match that energy. Yeah. Sorry for the delay, folks. Let's talk about movies. Huh. This is Kenny from my brain. If you want to talk movies, well, guess what? Hey everybody, welcome to You Have to Watch This Podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. <laughs> and I'm Devin. And today we're not talking about the Irish uh, <laughs> Revolution. Uh, Maybe that's soon. Next, that's next week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, today we're talking about the 1987 film The Running Man, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and not Jason Sudeikis doing The Running Man <laughs> on SNL. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a sh- I'm sad that that reel didn't get more views because I was happy with how that turned out. It was a really good reel. It yeah. was, hey, it, everyone listening to this, go watch our reel. It's a fun one. Yeah, it it was a really good reel. But from kind of, I mean, to be perfectly honest, Alan, only you and Devin would pick that as like that thing for that. that we're gonna have to honest. talk about that. We're gonna yeah, have to really that's, talk. That's that's the joke. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, uh, before we get into that, uh, we start off the show with talking about things that we watch in pop culture that we want the other guys to know about. Uh, so I'm going to start us off this week with uh, the 2022 film Bullet Train starring Brad Pitt and a bullet train. <laughs> uh, this film is a lot of fun. It's probably not the best film, but I like everyone in it. It's got great action. The uh, story's a lot of fun, and I had a great time watching it. This is one of those movies Romana saw without me, and her only review is exactly that. She said, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Not the best movie, but it was yeah. fun. Which like makes me wonder what the problems are that everyone unanimously leaves with fun but problematic. It, it's, it's not that it has problems. It's just that it doesn't have – it's a popcorn movie. There's no weight to it. Okay. Like, uh, Japanese warlord and is like at the center of the whole thing. And it's like, okay, so that's, it's just a bunch <laughs> of assassins on a train. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, I saw the trailer. I haven't seen it yet, but I showed the trailer to Kristen and her, her, her exact words were, it looks entertaining, but I'm just not interested. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I actually watched I this. That's all it is. Yeah. yeah, I watched this at a friend's house, which is not something I've done in a while. Like we, we had oh. like a movie night at a friend's house and we were mm-hmm. like, we don't know what to watch. So we settled on this and I was like, this is a good choice. We, we were cracking up the whole time. Uh, so it's funny. It's got great action. The cast is phenomenal. Um, most of the cast of Atlanta is in this. <laughs> so. Oh, shit. OK, I'll have to watch it now. Devin, have you finished Atlanta yet? I haven't finished it yet. No, no, it's. Uh- I want to. Are you, are you still in season two? No, I'm there in London now. Okay. So you're in season three. You're almost there. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I've got. Uh, Ryan, how about you? I have the 2019 movie Haunt. Um, for people who have been watching regu- listening and watching regularly, I've been on kind of a horror uh, kick. Uh, the past like month and a half um it's a movie that's basically about a bunch of college kids that go to one of these like extreme haunted houses um but there's psychopaths that run it and they get trapped inside it is fun (laughs) for lack of a better term um i highly recommend it for people who don't like horror i still highly recommend it there's a lot more suspense in it than the actual horror part and the horror part matches this the more suspenseful aspects to it so um it's it's a it's a lot of running around it's a lot of college kids doing stupid things trying trying to survive um and it's really low budget but for this story it didn't have to be like a high budget movie so that's fair. Have you guys ever been to one of those haunted houses, by the way? We have to like sign the waiver and they can touch yes, you. Yes, and I'll never do yeah. one of those again because I'm one of those people that hate haunted houses. Like I, oh. I don't like, I don't, 
I don't like them because in the back of my mind, my unlogical fear is that the haunted house is going to turn into what this movie is. This movie movie was made. This movie is perfect. It's made from the point of view of like, what's what people who don't like haunted houses. This movie is what we're afraid it's actually going to turn into. Uh, the last haunted house, the real haunted house I went to, Devin, was in high school. When really? We, when you and I and some friends went to Field of Screams. Have I That's told amazing. this story on the show? You have not. Please do. Okay. Go, go, so go. when we went to Field of Screams, which is like the one of the local-ish haunted houses and corn trails, uh, they, had three, they had three things. They had the Hayride, which was haunted. A second one that I can't remember in a 3D haunted house. Yeah. So like it was like neon lights and like uh, that paint from Batman Forever and Batman and Robin that's in the alley with like the gangs. Uh, so we're in that, and a door closes. I'm at the back of the group. A door closes between me and the three of you. Yeah. And I was like, wait, no, this isn't right. Like what happened? So I turn around trying to get like back in the door and then I'm just in this corridor by myself <laughs> sealed in. I'm like, I don't know what's going on right now. Uh, and so I was like, I got, I think I got a little bit confused and turned around. So then I found like a panel in the wall and just pushed through and came right out to you guys. And you, you looked at, you looked at me and said, where were you? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Okay. So I had something. Uh, so I was the second from the back in the yeah. crew that I was in. And I heard a chainsaw. And I'm like, okay, you know, the waiver said that there'd be, you know, like that the waiver said there's going to be someone with the chainsaw in there. You know, you're, you're going to hear it. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, whatever. It's a fake chainsaw that makes the noises. Got it. So mm-hmm. I'm in the back, we're in this like crooked hallway and I'm, I'm like second to the back of the group and I hear the chainsaw and I'm like, wow, they've got speakers in here. That sounds really real. That's cool. Uh. And then I started smelling the exhaust from the gasoline motor inside the chainsaw and my logical part of my brain turned off and I just ran through everyone down the hallway. <laughs> uh, I used to I used to be the guy with a chainsaw at a haunted attraction and you're the person we love. That's what we want. <laughs> like it, it's like it's like I knew there wasn't a chain on the saw. I knew that it was fake. It's just doesn't but, matter. It, but it doesn't matter. Like it's your visceral. fear instincts just like kick in and I just gunned it. I just Oh, <laughs> uh, I got to watch this movie now. It's bringing up nostalgia for me. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Devin, didn't you scare a famous director at your haunted house once? I did. I scared Guillermo del Toro. I was a zombie what? when he was. Uh, yeah. So he toured the haunted house. So I used to work at. I think I'm allowed to say this. I used to work at a, a place called Scare House in Pittsburgh, which is a more famous than it has any right to be haunted attraction in Pittsburgh. And Guillermo del Toro toured it one time, stopped in my room and went, I could live here turned around and I went (laughs) right in his face (laughs) because of course I did. (laughs) And then he made nightmare alley. Uh, (laughs) Exactly. Devin, can you move your mic a little bit closer to your mouth? I think that's part of the problem. Is that better? It's a little bit better. It's new mic. It's fine. Alan's the judge on if it's fine or not. (laughs) Not me. It's at least closer. Yeah. I'm watching the levels. It's you're a little bit louder now. Um, Got it. Yeah. Okay, so that does it for we watch this uh, real quick because we're before it, it's the Sunday. It, this Sunday's the uh, the big game. Uh, you guys excited to watch any of the commercials from that? <laughs> well, and who's playing? I need to know. It's, okay, uh, I, well, I, uh, you're not here, so you wouldn't know. Um, no. Yeah, uh, it's uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and the okay. Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Okay. So neat. That is a game. Uh, I do want to see the commercials, though. I've heard rumors about who's coming back and what kinds they are. And I think there's a Breaking Bad one that's mm-hmm. supposed to happen that I think I really want to watch. I don't think I'm actually ever I don't think I'm actually going to get a chance to actually see it. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'll probably watch the commercials later on. Um, but it, very funny. Um, supposedly this uh, 
the results of of the game were, were already leaked online. So I'm very interesting to see if they stick with that uh, yeah, narrative or if they change it up a little bit. What? Yeah. Somebody made like a fake uh, score sheet on a computer oh. and posted it and said, "Look, it's been leaked." Okay. So, yeah. Fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for the commercials. There's a lot of movie trailers coming out. Uh, new Marvel trailers for uh, Guardians and the Marvels and oh, some shoot, other okay. stuff. Uh, but I'm also mo- most excited for the Dunkin' Donuts commercial. <gasps> right, the Ben Affleck one. The Ben Affleck uh, serving J Lo in the drive-through because uh, it's wicked smart. Uh, <laughs> Have you guys seen the the Ben Affleck meme where he's sad boy at the award show? Oh, because you can tell he clearly did not want to be there. I mean, like, most of them probably don't want to be there, but feel like it's, they have to. It's the Grammys. No one wants to be there. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I didn't watch any Poor of the guy. Grammys. The Grammys is, like, the one award show I do not care about. <laughs> because it's Grammys. music. It's not movies. Me... That's why. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, my, my my webcam keeps doing a weird thing. Uh, oh, well. At least, okay. at least it makes it exciting. At least you can see I me. thought I was blinking. Yeah. There no, we go. It's, it's, it's my camera. Uh, all right, so let's get into today's main topic: the 1987 film *The Running Man*, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. Okay. So, uh, *The Running Man* uh, came out in 1987, just like Alan said. It it is a movie based on a novel written by Stephen King that came out earlier in the 80s. The only thing in common with the book is the general premise of a violent TV show. And the main character's name. That's it. So I'm not here to talk about the novel at all. Uh, It was a novel written by Stephen King. Moving forward. The movie came out. um, And it is one of my favorite just turn off your brain um, action movies. It does have a bit of social message, undertone, dystopian future stuff in there, which I'll touch on. But it's mainly just a turn off your brain action movie. Um... And I saw it when I was probably way too young to see it un, uh, uncensored. I was probably like five or six. And mm-hmm. I feel like this movie, along with some others, pretty much dictated the type of movies that I find entertaining. Um, and so I've, I, I've seen this on VHS. I've seen this on DVD. I've seen it on Blu-ray. I don't own all of that. I just own it on DVD. Um, but yeah, it's one of my favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. What what's your guys' history with it, Devin? You want to go ahead? I I know the I know the dance that Alan <laughs> posted in the meme. That is it. I've seen so many people do that dance. I didn't know. I was actually waiting for the dance to show up in the movie because okay, I was so um, familiar with it. Devin, that the, they're not one in the same at, I, at all. I get it now, but okay. I had to wait till now. Okay. Uh, Devin, it looks like you're the only one here with room behind them. Can you do the running man for me? I isn't it just like this? Like, isn't it just like someone doing this? Yeah, you gotta okay, get the feet going it. too. All right, hold on. It's like that, right? You can kind of see my feet. Sure, a Let's little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's. I can't go too far because I get the mic on. But it's fine. Yeah. Um. I I think I've never seen this movie before. I've seen probably seen clips of it, but it just blended it yeah. together with like Total Recall because it's like the same time period and dystopian future, yeah. 80s sci-fi effects. <laughs> uh, I had no idea this was based on the Stephen King thing because it's not set in Maine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I didn't really know about this. I didn't. I knew well enough to know that the dance didn't come from this. Like, yeah, like Devin, unlike me, unlike Devin. Um, so, but yeah, I, I knew, I didn't know it was a Stephen King thing. That kind of surprises me. Cause I didn't do any research on this at all. It's yeah. Cool yeah. No, I mean, I, it, it, uh, Stephen. Okay. So to get a little bit deeper into it then, um, in the novel, the running man show, is basically the audience picks who's going to be in the show and then they can start wherever they want on the planet and then they have to outrun the population 
of the planet wherever they are because there's a bounty on their head and they're being followed by cameras like that's the entertainment like hey let's watch this fugitive run for their life pretty much um and hmm. and it's set in 2020 uh 2025 not 2017 but still the same premise there's you know the world economy collapse there's you know rampant <laughs> violence across well, the planet so yeah you could say like the movie called it a little bit too early and then uh the book was probably fairly accurate yeah, uh, that's, yeah. yeah so so wait so the the book is more worldwide with the manhunt instead of just like, yeah. a few city blocks that's yeah. way more interesting to me than this <laughs> like as a, as a premise for a show like i'd much rather see yeah. like an amazing race but you have to run you're running for your life like that sounds interesting well, and i would i would love to see that version on the big screen true but there's no like gladiators it's just the population because there's a bounty on your head and it's just people after you um and you're not a fugitive you're just randomly picked that's fine well that, yeah. That's even more interesting. Like you just get picked from a lottery and like, okay, you got to run. <laughs> like, oh, that's awful. Yeah. Listen, I'm convinced yeah. that there was one gladiator in this movie and his friends. One gladiator and his. There friend. was only okay. one real gladiator in this movie. Who? Because I have very strong opinion, uh, strong opinions about the actors that they had play the play the gladiators. Really? Um, I have very strong opinions about one of them. Yes. Jesse Ventura. No. I, I can't even remember his name. He was the electricity guy. Oh, Dynamo. I have no yeah, idea Dynamo, the actor's name. It doesn't matter. Name. Dynamo's the best. He came out singing opera. Sorry, okay. everyone else. You tried. Okay. 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 So we're going to get to that whole conversation okay. soon. But anyway, so the movie, uh, the premise is that Arnold Schwarzenegger's character d- mm-hmm. uh, doesn't fulfill an order to kill civilians. He gets thrown in prison. Dystopian future. He breaks out of prison with underground help. They get captured, get put on this TV show that people watch for, you know, entertainment. Um, they have to outrun these executioners that are basically like gladiators. Um, and Arnold Schwarzenegger, who doesn't care about the resistance, ends up joining the resistance, comes back onto the show, and they uplink the actual video of what he actually did, and it's supposed to start like the the rev the revolution. That's that's the movie in a nutshell. Do, sure. uh, do you think do you, uh, do you guys think I covered that okay? <laughs> oh yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> I mean, there are like subplots and stuff you didn't catch. Yeah, yeah. sub. Plots, no, that, that's plots. that. That's the movie uh, for you. Have to watch this podcast. I'm Alan. Uh, <laughs> okay, so did you guys enjoy it? Oh yeah. I mean, what's not to enjoy about this movie? It there's a. I'm a sucker for Schwarzenegger making like punny jokes, and this is filled with some of some of his classics are in this. Like yeah. he says, "I'll be back," and I was like, yeah. "Oh, wrong movie," but okay. <laughs> I didn't yeah. expect that, uh, but he had he had a few one liners in here. I was like, ah, I, I see you turning your skin starting to turn blue there, Mister Freeze. Like, okay, yeah, your skin. So here's Sub Zero now, regular Zero. <laughs> I, I cringed at that one. That, like real life, just that is the worst one in the whole movie. But he learned his lesson because you kn- what killed the dinosaurs, the Ice Age. Like, <laughs> Class. yeah, his heart goes cold. Do you please have mercy? Yeah. Um, <coughs> so, and because of I saw this movie before I saw the original Terminator, I think by like maybe like six months. So t- to me, this is the movie that that's for me personally, like the I'll be back comes from the running man, not from Terminator, even though Terminator came out in like 82. <laughs> that's right. And you know what? It was a good, it was a good comeback line to that. So I'll be back. Yeah. yeah. And reruns. Good. Yeah. 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 yeah that's yeah, what yeah. you say to him. Exactly. Um, the the problem, the problem with that line is now like you have to explain to people what reruns are. <laughs> oh, gross. I didn't even think about that. That's fair. Yeah. Anyway, times are changing. Let's move on. Um, So one of the things that dates this movie for me uh, when it comes to anything dystopian, if you watch anything dystopian from like the 90s, 80s, even some of the early, early millennium stuff, 
movies like this, like these, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to call it a cheap action movie from these cheap action movies is they try to pull elements of what we learned that like communist Russia used to do and what Mao used to do. And I'm going to point to our artwork for this movie and one of the openings, uh, uh, one of, one of, one of, uh, one of the early scenes. Ben Richards, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and his buddies have snuck out of where the prison is, and they go into like the work camp, like the like the tent city. And there's mm-hmm. a billboard, and there's a lady talking on it, and there's a line where she says, "You know, curried kids, today is double bonus month. Turn in a family member, and you'll get double points." That's the whole Mao thing in like communist China and getting the kids to. American action movies love to harp on, hey, look, dystopian. Here's this stuff we learned about communist dictators <laughs> to, like, drive the point. So stuff like that in this movie really dates it for me. But I was younger when watching this, so it, I don't really care. Um, or it doesn't bother me that much. Uh, now, when we get, uh, he gets caught, he gets put on the show. There are these gladiators mm-hmm. that they send down to stop them. Devin, you said that as far as you're concerned, Dynamo, who I consider the joke amongst all of them, um, is like their leader. The jo- he's not the leader. He's the only one. Yeah. Everyone else is there just to fluff him up to make him look better. He's, he's jo- I, the joke of it. Don't you do that. He's, he's got a the tomahawk. Joke. I'm sorry. Listen, he's a joke. He has he has almost superpowers. Like, what does that other guy got? A chainsaw? Come on. The, 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 the other guy. I will defend my boy all day. Like, seriously. I don't understand the connection between <laughs> opera and having like an electric suit with a mohawk. Like I, I, and, I, 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 I don't get it. You, you've obviously never been to the opera. No, sorry, only culture to the culture to us. Oh, us will get this. Whatever. <laughs> if you think Dynamo's like the the, if he's your favorite, that's fine. You can pick him. I mean, hundred percent. That's fine. I'm, I, just, I mean, I, I thought, I thought <laughs> Sub Zero was such a poor choice for that woman. Where she's like, my husband and my son have our favorite. Mine is Sub Zero, and then like he just has like a bladed hockey stick. I'm like, this is because I I was thinking Mortal Kombat. I went straight to Sub Zero from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and what I got was a dude with a hockey stick. What you got was a yeah, you got a hockey goalie. Like that's pretty yeah. much what you got on that. Alan, you have a favorite? Um. Oh, do I? <laughs> who would, out of everyone shown, who would you have picked if you were if you were a audience member? Uh, the one who the one who ended up winning in a deep fake. <laughs> <laughs> he was passionate about it too. Yeah, he was like, "I'm not wearing this for my art," and like oh, threw yeah. his costume yeah. off. The the the. the the uh, um, American guy, the, yeah, yeah, the Jesse Ventura, Ventura uh, character. character, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, I'm drawing a blank on the rest of them right now, but I liked him. I liked what they did with him. Like he's he's like a former champion who now is like the the Richard Simmons on uh, steroids. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> literally. Um, yeah, I, I liked how they brought him back into it, and he like his whole thing about I'm not wearing this. And then I, I liked the deep fake thing. I was like, Oh, so that's kind of accurate. Cause that's kind of like, that's what they're doing on Sunday at the, at the big game. So <laughs> we already know the wait. score. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's, let's get it before. So Jim Brown is in this one of the most famous, one of the most famous, uh, as far as I'm concerned, one of the top three running backs in NFL history. He was Fireball. Oh, okay, got it. I was. And in fact, Googling. movies ended his career, which we'll do that later on in the in in the year. I'll bring wow. that movie up later. Um, but it, whenever I see him in a movie, I get excited simply because of just everything he's. The fact, like his football career, how it ended, him him ending up going into movies, and then how they have like he's kind of like the angry, stern one the entire time, doesn't really say mm-hmm. much, and then they call him, and you just tell he just he just he's bloodthirsty, like he wants to, you know, 
he wants revenge and he ends up making a mistake. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um so what did you guys pull from like the dystopian future when it comes to the entertainment side of things? Cuz that's because this is one aspect as an adult that I really like about this movie. It's not far off from what reality TV becomes like minus the whole uh chase them to the death thing yeah um like anything like this where it's uh where it's like game show reality based like it's kind of accurate because we we have shows like the amazing race and survivor which this is kind of a mix of those um What what got me about this is like all the references to older pop culture things, because this is supposed to be like what twenty nineteen, twenty seventeen, yeah. So it's around the same time. Well, it starts in twenty seventeen, but then they time jump to eighteen months Mm -hmm. later. Yeah, like twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um. Like there are references that are made throughout the movie, like gilligan's island which yeah. is a, like a dated reference for us but then also like somebody calls someone mr spock and they're like who's mr spock and i'm like <laughs> i mean luckily <laughs> spock still makes sense more so than gilligan's yeah. island because they've rebooted spock a few times they haven't done gilligan's right. island yet yet yeah. i say that yeah. and i'm gonna read on the hollywood reporter that just greenlit a reboot of gilligan's island Oh, I don't know that we need it. It'll star be... Pedro Pascal as the skipper. Yeah. All right, I want it. There you go. Change your <laughs> <No>. mind. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but I mean, when it comes to the basis of the like uh, the country, government, whatever you want to call it, um, that this movie's set in, I would not be surprised if those are supposed to be referencing stuff that was censored. Because it's something that they talk about in the movie too that that, that, that there was a ton of censorship that happened um, to to them to get to where they are, and I would not be surprised because it was the rebel leader that did the whole mm-hmm. Spock thing. So I would not be surprised if like Star Trek was censored out. And well, you know who the the rebel leader in this is, right? I honestly don't. No, his name's Mick. His character name is Mick. Who do you think they get to play Mick in this? <laughs> It's a, his real name is Mick. Like, name a famous Mick. I would say Mick Jagger, but it's no, not him. It's not him. <laughs> Musician, McCarthy? though. Musician. I have no idea. Mick Fleetwood. Wait. Uh, of Fleetwood really? Mac. Yeah. I had a, no, I, I remember seeing that name in the credits. Yeah, Mick Fleetwood. Wow. And if you don't love him now, you'll never love him again. <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> Tusk! so one of the things too that i tend to roll uh that i roll my eyes at uh whenever i see it it's when he goes to his brother's apartment and the female lead i do not remember her name i do not remember the remember the, the actress's name um she's watching a workout video Mm-hmm. yeah and this is this has to do with just the 1980s action movies, sexualization of characters. She's working out in a nighty. Yeah, it was very weird. That part was a little bit weird. Yeah, I was, it, even when I was younger, I remember like thinking to myself, "Why is she working out in something she would sleep in?" I had no idea what the difference was when it came to style about that type of stuff. All I knew is that she was wearing something that she'd probably sleep in when I was younger. And it was one of those things where it's like, why is she wearing like pajamas to work out? (laughs) Yeah. I mean that whole like sequence was probably like the low point of the movie for me where he like breaks in and he like, we're going on vacation. And then like, and there was the good, the good I'll throw up on you. Oh, I'm wearing a t-shirt. No one will see it. Like that was a good line. But like the whole like sequence of him, like casually kidnapping her. I just did not love. I, I, I I can definitely understand that. The way that I look at that and the humor of it is that one, you you know, I mean, as the viewer, you know that he means her no harm. Yeah, there's that. And then two, he's trying to escape. Of, he's trying to escape 
away from a situation that anyone else would want to get away from. Yeah. And I absolutely love the line where she says that she's going to throw up on him. And he says, fine, it's not going to ruin this shirt. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, it's a good line. And I also love how optimistic the 80s was about airport security. Where, like, even in a dystopian future, you just have to scan a tag. Well, it was... I don't think they were even doing the standard questions at that point at no. the airports. I, they weren't even doing that yet. I had a conversation with some of my students yesterday because one of them was going to Disney World. And I was like, I haven't been to Disney World since before the TSA was a thing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, no. And they're uh. like, that, that, that's sad. I'm still going to go buy Mace Windu's lightsaber. I was like, you do you, dude. Like... <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um yeah no that whole and i i also love the uh uh in these movies they, they also have him getting through security by being annoying yeah like would not just have like, happened today yeah no it's it, it's just like i'm just gonna cause a scene i'm just gonna you know make a mess get the people behind me complaining and and the guard is just gonna be like i don't want to deal with this just go just go. You're fine. I don't care. Um, there's that. But yeah, so like I said, this is just a, a dumb turn your brain off action movie. Uh, when it comes to Arnold Schwarzenegger films, I know, Devin, your, your, your ex, uh, interaction with Arnold has been more of his comedies as he got older. Like, you didn't see any of these. Like, these movies I've had you seen since you've... Since you've been on the podcast, man, I'm not convinced this isn't one of his comedies. I mean, yeah, there are some dramatic moments, but like he is like the the comedic lead of the movie. Like he's giving all the one-liners, and like sure, he's also the one running, and he's also the one that they're like, oh, he can do anything he wants. Like that guy. Like, mm. but he's also like giving every one-liner in the movie. Well, that and he's carrying an eye beam at the very beginning. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if it wasn't for this movie, you wouldn't have Rubber Baby Bubby Bunkers. Like you wouldn't have that. Yeah. Uh, in Last Action Hero. Um, yeah, he does have some great one-liners in this. Yeah. We talked about the Sub Zero one. Um, <laughs> oh, are you looking up his one-liners? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I had I had a good one up, but I lost it. Uh, oh. Uh, Fireball enters the game and Amber says, uh, Jesus Christ is a guess again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm not in the politics. I'm in the survival. Yeah. Um, I wasn't elected to read. I was elected. <laughs> oh, it's just, it, it's, I don't know. It's just wonderful. Like I guess his action parts in this are great, but his, yeah. it's the, it's this bit that I well, love about this movie. I feel like getting into the late eighties and into the nineties, this was his transition from. Movies like kindergarten cop and junior and stuff along those lines. And I, and I feel like this movie was kind of. A... Okay. He just isn't, you know, some, you know, meathead to walk around set. Like, this guy can actually, like, has co- uh, good comedic timing. You know who wasn't around for those uh, conversations? Joel Schumacher. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't. Um, yeah, like, Schwarzenegger's career is very interesting because there is so much action. But, like, when you get into the 90s, it, it is pretty split. Um because there's one Schwarzenegger movie that I have on the list for you guys to watch. Because I don't think either I don't think Devin's seen it. At least Ryan, I think you have, and that's True Lies. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, have I haven't met? seen that one. Okay, um, it's probably my favorite James Cameron movie because it's the least popular James Cameron movie. Because it's it's one of the ones that didn't make two billion dollars at the box office. Um, but that's on the list that I'll probably get to soon. Uh, but I think the reason why it didn't make two billions is because 
Well, on how many people he can draw. And then Jamie Lee Curtis can also just pull in so many people as well. Yeah. So, I mean... Well, and, and, and you got to take into effect, movies don't make $2 billion before Titanic or or between Titanic and Avatar. Like, that's not something that happens. Like, Titanic was in the theaters for a year. Yeah. That's how it made a billion dollars. And Avatar 2 made $2 billion somehow. Um, wow. Because one of the three of us saw it. You take that for every three people, like, that's $2 billion. Evidently. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Schwarzenegger's career is so interesting. Because um, I don't know if you guys know this, but he, he was governor of a state for a while. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know how that happened. Because it's California, and he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. California. Yeah. <laughs> And he registered as a Republican, so he was able to get the liberals in Hollywood to vote for him, plus the conservatives out and the more rural parts of the state to vote for him. That's just a fact. It's yeah. too much that's, logic. As far as that. I'm it's concerned, just... that's how it happened. Hmm? Mm-hmm. There's too much logic in that. It just, it's just so funny to me that it happened. Well, I love I mean, it. I mean, that is why one of my top favorite jokes, like, that is why one of my top five jokes in the Simpsons movie is when the Arnold Schwarzenegger-ish character, who's president, looks mm-hmm. at the multi-eyed, like, squirrel, and goes, mm-hmm. oh, oh, the, the, uh, it reminds me of Weekends is at the Kennedy compound. Because he married oh, a Kennedy, but he still ran for governor as a Republican, which to me is hysterical, <laughs> yeah. just on that fact alone. Um, yeah, but, like, for, so for Devin, Alan, I will mm-hmm. get to you with this question after Devin because of how oh, gosh. weirdly he was with Arnold Schwarzenegger prior to all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where does this land for you on like the movies you've seen? Like this, because, yeah. This lands below Terminator Two. Okay. In terms of like like sheer Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, or just land- yeah, that yeah. or just your like your like scale. This is sitting very firmly around, and, and it's because it's another uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. This is sitting very firmly around Jingle All the Way. Because, <laughs> listen, I will go back to this movie to watch it for fun. If I'm in the mood for Jingle All the Way, but it's not holiday time, I'm putting this one on. Put the cookie down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nobody likes you, Booster. Oh, it's so good. Uh, okay. That's, I never thought I'd. Okay, I, I'm not a fan of Jingle All the Way. I'll be perfectly honest. I'm not. It's fine. We can agree to disagree. I'm disappointed in you. Just know that. It's fine. I completely understand. You're a fan of Dynamo. I don't understand that, but it's okay. <laughs> you think he sings a little song after he kills someone? I hope so. I don't know, but he's just... He doesn't even fit in his car. Anyway, Alan... Gladiator sings. Yeah. Um, where, where does this fall for me? Uh, yeah, middle of the You've road. Seen a lot like, more. like it's okay. not it's not the best Schwarzenegger movie. It's a lot of fun. So you got the one liners in there. Yeah. Um, if this was on, I'd watch it. Um, but I wouldn't seek. Probably wouldn't seek it out. Like if I had nothing else to watch and this was on, I, I'd I'd be okay with this okay. as an option. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so getting to reruns not being. A thing anymore alan mm-hmm. you mentioned that i yeah. think we have to change a term that we as millennials and x and uh and as gen xers use because it's going to be confusing to a lot of the newer uh to a lot of younger people and that's when it's on unfortunately oh yeah, yeah. so i think with the term that would uh take uh take over that would be if it was recommended for me or does like when does it drop or like when does it release? Well, well, I mean, I well, think about it. An older movie like this, you're gonna have to c- 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 come across it by accident, meaning that it comes up on your recommended list on like mm-hmm. Netflix or Hulu or whatever. One thing I will say about that is I've seen several streaming services starting to implement channels where there's just something playing on there. Yeah at at different times so there'll be like the star trek channel or the the 90s sitcom channel or 80s sitcoms or movies and it's just random things playing throughout the day um 
the two that I'm thinking of are Paramount Plus and Peacock. They both have this. What I like about that is like, like at the end of the day, if I have decision fatigue, I don't want to choose anything. I'll put those Mm -hmm. on and see what's on those channels. And like, okay, yeah, I I could go for some Frasier. Yeah. I could do some modern family. Um, what I don't like about the Peacock model is that like it's all on de- most of it's on demand. So when you click it, it starts the episode from the beginning. It's like I don't want that. Like I w- I want to pick up the last five minutes of an episode and see what happens next. Like I don't I don't want to start from the beginning. Like you're committing right. me to something I don't want to commit to. Like just let me <laughs> let me let me pick up the third title card of a Frasier episode and I'll be happy. Or like the other night, um, I have Showtime on Paramount Plus and I was like, oh, let's see what's on Showtime and gladiator was about to start. I was like, you know what? I could watch the first act of gladiator. And, and I did, nice. uh, which for people who don't know, gladiator was the first film Ryan had me watch on this podcast. Uh, which, oh, I love that. I didn't know which on, uh, some special occasion. I'll probably Devin, have you seen gladiator? Of course I have. Okay, yeah. never mind then. Yeah. I was gonna say we could probably revisit it, but you've seen it, so I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna worry about it. I mean, we we have our uh, what is it? Six year? No. Seven year anniversary coming up next month. So. Aw, guys, that's the diamond year. You're buying us diamonds. Yes. Just you wait. Glass. They Just better be wait. glass. Better they, be glass. They, better be fake. They will I... be. No, they will be. Okay, good. I know how you feel. They will be. One of my favorite movies ever, uh, when it comes to uh, ch- changing or or in 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 enlightening me to something, mm-hmm. was the movie Blood Diamond. <laughs> You'll have to make had, me watch that at some point. You've never seen it? Nope. But you already know about the whole thing, though, right? Oh, like, of course you know I do. About, Absolutely. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so not real ones. I promise. Okay, good. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Running Man, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, generic 80s action movie, a bunch of one-liners. Um, you get to see Arnold in a tight Adidas tracksuit uh, with padded arms. Um, and then before I'm done, I just want to ask uh-huh. Devin, Devin, did you truly go into this movie thinking Power Rangers like you said you were going to? <laughs> no, because be t- so when you said Running Man... I Googled Running Man and saw him in the tracksuit and went, I think I saw him and I probably saw a shot of Dynamo and went, this is going to be Power Rangers. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, And then forgot all of that happened and then went into this awkwardly blind and didn't know what to expect (laughs) and was drawn in from the first like scene in the choppa. So it was great. Okay. So, yeah, I mean. Alan, did you want to add any last thoughts or anything? <laughs> it's morphin' time. <laughs> I want everyone um, here to know that we were doing Arnold Schwarzenegger doing Elvis before this podcast. We were, yeah. It was uh, a gem. What was it? Um, I'm all shook up. <laughs> Ain't nothing uh, but a hound dog. That'd be funny. Just, I think we did that one. Um. <laughs> Hunk, hunk of burning love. That's what it was. That's what go. it was. Um, there we go. No, like I'm kind oh. of interested to see. Like I'm kind of interested in the uh, Stephen King aspect of this. Do you know if it was a full novel or a short story? It was like a 200 page book. Um, so it's that, on the it's short story. I'd say that's a novel. Um, yeah, it's oh. uh, great. The screenshot, great. I. That's fine. I cropped the screenshot because I'm a, an actual memer and I don't I, just post screenshots. So I cropped it and that's fine. it's not there. It's not there. Um, <laughs> yeah, we can, like, I would love to see a remake of this with it being global and being a different kind of, like having everyone turn on like a stranger. Um, Wikipedia did say, again, it's Wikipedia, so it's not, you know, entirely, you know, accurate, trustworthy, but uh, Wikipedia did say that there was a more, that there was a film project um, that's more true to the book um, in, like, the process. Oh, wow. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I'd be interested interested to see that and seeing who's involved in it. I'm trying to see if there's anything online here. 
Okay, well, I've got. Here we go. The book came out in 1982. There are uh, the book has a total of 101 chapters laid out in a countdown format. The first one is titled "Minus 100 and Counting," and then it goes from there. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm also curious to know, like, if Stephen King liked this ad- adaptation more than he liked The Shining, which I'm sure is not hard to do, because he did not like The Shining. <laughs> That's such a shame. Yeah. It's one of the better movies, like of all time. Yeah, I know, but when but, it came out, that like the whole premise was changed. Yeah, yeah but the, the, I like the book better. Like the book does yeah. so much. <laughs> I, I mean, the, they're both completely different, and I like them both. Mm. But I enjoyed the book a lot, and I think you lose yeah. a lot of that in the movie. And then, like, I like I definitely like the book of Doctor Sleep more, but the movie tries to make up for the the first film's flaws and it just ruins the whole thing for me um does too much oh yeah 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 no, i i just read something about the book that okay. i actually really like and alan i think you'll like more um well don't tell me because i'm gonna probably get the audiobook and read it <laughs> so oh good it, it has to do with the prizes like what they win the contestants i'm assuming they still all die no, 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 no. This is purely, like, uh, like ins- instead of living in, like, oh, Hawaii or whatever, like, yeah. it's it's a money dollar amount, and oh. it's completely different than the movie. Okay. The contestant earns $100 per hour that he stays alive and avoids capture. An additional 100 for, uh officers or hunters that he takes down and then a grand prize of a billion if he survives 30 days wow what would you if so if this is you and you're being hunted by everyone what is your go-to plan to survive for 30 days listen i'm not much of a runner i as we saw with me trying to do the running man eight seconds ago uh i'm hiding or learning disguises. I'm going to pull the the PETA from the Hunger Games thing and just going to hide the whole time. Okay. Ryan, how about you? Um, going homeless in a major city. Yeah. Okay. So kind of the hiding thing too. Kind of like the whole hide right out in public thing. But not you're not literally going to run, though. I'm going to, like, I'll travel, but very, very slowly. Okay. Like, it's going to be one of those things where it'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to hunker down here, and if, and if I can survive five days in the city and no one finds me yet, then they're going to assume I'm not here, that I'm somewhere else. So then it'll be easier for me to slip out and then go somewhere else. That's fair boxcar train i just take it's not a bad call hop on a boxcar hop off and just kind of go okay because the, the like modern day i know like the the cameras in the cities will pick up your face so it's also like a disguise thing like but we're doing the the hoodie and the hat thing from all the marvel movies <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah Insane i was saying clown posse makeup yeah, Try, trying to hide. Yeah. Um, maybe I do the parasite thing where I just live in a basement. Oh, that could work. Yeah. Um, or, like, get myself arrested, but, like, fake my identity for 30 days. <laughs> Make him take, like, that long to, like, process your paperwork yeah. and figure out you're not, like, who you say you were. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Hiding behind bureaucracy. Yeah. <laughs> but... The red tape will save me. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, all right. Anything else for the running man before we wrap this up? I found out one thing just quick. This is one of a, the trio of movies that are Stephen King adaptations that he did not like. Uh, he didn't like this one. He didn't like The Shining and he didn't like Firestarter. Which Firestarter? Oh, I don't know. I don't know anything about the Firestarter. Okay. I just, I, that's all I saw in the little blurb. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Okay. 
Well, I think that does it for this week's show. Devin, next week is your pick. What are you going to have us watch? All right, look. So we talked about it a little bit before the show um, because I'm in I'm in Belfast. It brought up the movie In Bruges. And really the only reason that I'm ever going to watch this, the movie that I'm making you guys watch is if we do it for the podcast. So I'm breaking format a little bit. I'm very sorry, but I'm making y'all and myself watch The Banshees of Inisherin. Uh it is up for an Oscar, correct? It's up for several. Best picture, wow. best actor, two nominations for supporting actor and supporting actress, at least. I think there's some other ones. Wow. But, yeah. Well, that's what we're doing. Um, if you have not seen the movie, I highly recommend going into it blind because I didn't know anything about it. And I was like, oh, this is what this is about. Okay. Uh, it's very fitting that this will be our Valentine's week episode. Cause it'll be like a, a bromantic episode kind of, maybe, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, we will not be live on Valentine's day because we are all married and want to spend time with time with our wives. Uh, so we will be streaming live on Sunday night at 6 PM Eastern time, probably. Sounds good. I don't know. If you want to find out for sure, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can also watch older episodes of You Have to Watch This Podcast on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please go over there and, and hit the subscribe button. It'll be great if you could do that for us. You can also listen to You Have to Watch This Podcast on all major podcasting platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Pandora. Um. A lot of fun things coming out from us in the near future. Uh, so mm -hmm. stay tuned for that. We have a we have some events coming up here in April and then a big one coming up in August. So in the meantime, for you have to watch this podcast, I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> it's so good. Thank you. Thank you very much. I love <laughs> What was it? <laughs>